and welcome to BB and Jesse's Succession Podcast, episode three. Is that episode four? No, no, no. I mean, this is episode four of Succession. Oh, yeah, this but our, our third, third yeah. And so. this one's called Sturdy Birdie. We loved that. I'm a sturdy birdie. Mm-hmm. G. Big G. I actually thought that um, Cousin Greg's performance this episode mm. was very impressive. So good. Mm-hmm. It was It was kind of as much his episode as he's ever had. Absolutely. In fact, there was this one scene when he was having the Coke and he said something about it being um, like a, a big man <laughs> Coke or... Oh, yeah. When he orders a drink and he's like, well, it's a bit early, but... Uh, I can't do an accent. You know, I can't oh, yeah, do he said he said Coke and then he said, oh, it's strong for a man. And I thought that really summed up his whole character. Mm. It was really, really good. And when Logan said, get him a Coca-Cola. Yeah. And then looked angry at him for ordering a drink, even though he just offered him one. Mm-hmm. And he was drinking the Coca-Cola out of like a, a a gorgeous crystal glass that would normally be served for whiskey. And so it just made Greg look even more like a sort of out of place child. But was there no rum in it then? Because he wanted a rum and cola, a rum and oh, Coke. It was oh, half round. Yeah. And that's why he said it's strong for Yeah, and that's why he said, I don't know how you did it in the 60s. Oh my God, sorry, ignore but Dumbo over here. But that was just to here. a person in, it was, he, Logan and gone. Mm-hmm. It was just to somebody who worked and in the house. And he said, I don't know how they did it in the 60s. Oh my God, how did I not add that up in my head? I, to be honest, this is the first episode where Alfie was performing last night. I got home. I thought I was going to be able to watch Succession and relax and really, you know, study and make notes mm-hmm. so I could be prepared for today. But all three children were up and I had to watch it with them. Luckily, it's actually quite a family. It's fine. Yeah. Fa- I mean, Donnie, Donnie made such a sweet point. He said, um, Mommy, why are they saying fuck so much? You know, the more you say it, the less, the less impressive it is. <laughs> And I said, that's true. So yeah, they swear a lot, but there's, there's, there is zero sex. There's literally zero sex. I mean, the most sexual thing about the show is probably the way that Tom talks to Greg, mm. you know? And that's pretty or, much well, it. Well, Roman and Jerry. Mm, oh, Roman and we Jerry. We can get on to, let's get on to Jerry okay, in a so minute. As you can see, me and BB are dressed up in our formal coats. Mm-hmm. It's coat season. Um, it's boiling. <laughs> it's boiling. It's really boiling. And we look like the many wives of Hagrid right now in our big old sturdy coats. Yeah, if you want to open the door, we can in a minute. I actually might force you to. Mm. But um, so let's talk about how the episode started. Yeah, well, it starts with Kendall watching footage on the news of Waystar being raided by the FBI, mm. and he is watching it like he's watching a cartoon. I know they make him look so immature when he's in this big, beautiful flat. Because the way he's slouching on his chair, the way that everyone else seem, sort of seems to be busy and, and making notes and doing work around him as he's just sort of watching the TV like it is a cartoon, exactly. Mm. But I found this, this so they're not at um, Rava's flat. Mm-hmm. So he's in his new... Penthouse. Penthouse that he calls the command, the command pod. Mm-hmm. And the episode starts really swiftly. So... It's apparent that the FBI, FBI raging way star, um, Greg immediately looks worried because he's got a text that Logan wants to meet him. Mm-hmm. And then very quickly, Jess, Kendall's assistant, says, we've got bad news. You're, you, you're going to get fired if you don't go in for a meeting. Mm-hmm. And the episode starts. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was, it was no, no fuss, no nope. jokes. Let's but just get straight into the action. In comparison to the rest of the episode, which is largely silent mm-hmm. and still, mm-hmm. Between Kendall and Logan. Yes, exactly. It was really, really interesting the way that they had this build up to them meeting for the first time this whole season. And I think as much it basically Logan's Logan in this episode has to be PR king. Mm-hmm. He is performing and you really get a sense of his desperation. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I feel like we should 
save the Logan and Kendall walk hike with mm. Adrian Brody until we actually get to that but point. Right from the beginning, Logan is having to do, um, you know, he's having to first of all meet Greg. He doesn't want to meet Greg. No. He has to he has to get Greg on side. He is now fighting for any person he can get on his side. Yeah, he's really sunk below where he should be. Mm-hmm. You can tell that he feels degraded by having to meet Greg, by having to go on this private jet to the island of the guy who has the stock. You know, it's like... And he, he says, I, I, we need family. We need every part of family that we can get. He hates being this desperate. Mm-hmm. And it's so evident. And that's probably why he gets unwell later on in the episode. But he just seems weak, doesn't he, at the beginning? Very, very He's weak. doing things he absolutely doesn't want to do. And it was really interesting that when Kendall gets on the group call with Jerry and Shiv and everything like that, the way that it seemed like one of those mid-lockdown awkward Zoom pub chats Mm. because everyone's sort of cutting in and nobody's in the same place. It was There was something really, really awkward and hesitant about that. And then Logan comes into shot sort of suddenly. Well, no, because he's at his house. Mm -hmm. So is it, if, if I remember correctly... Quackly. <laughs> if I remember correctly. <laughs> Shiv and Logan are at his. Yes. And the rest of them are at the office. Yes, but in different rooms. Which in different rooms. And Kendall um, is the last of the party and he, you know how you have to announce your name before you're let into the chat. Mm-hmm. He calls himself Little Lord Fuckwit Roy. Yeah. Which is so funny. <laughs> and he seems like a child. Yeah. Again, he's like, he hates the fact that he's been ganged up on. Mm-hmm. And he immediately says, I'm not being ra- ra- railroaded. I'm not going to do something I don't want to do. And he, use the, he uses the word railroad twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a petulant teenager that's being forced to have an intervention. Yeah. And everyone's trying to help him. And he just And yet feels... he still goes. Mm-hmm. This is what I don't really understand. He is so adamant that he wants to destroy um, Waystar. But at the same time, he goes. He doesn't want to destroy Waystar. He doesn't want Logan to be at the head anymore. He wants to take over Waystar and make it a new, better company. But actually, he doesn't. I don't think that he really cares about it being a better company. He just wants it to be his. Mm. And on um, the phone call, he says to Shiv, who hasn't you know, addressed since the letter came out at the end of the last episode, which he was crushed by. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended the last episode with him watching footage of the FBI, FBI stuff and it starts with that episode in this episode too. So he says to Shiv, um, nice letter, Shiv. Very well composed or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we can come back from that. Yeah. And Shiv responds, um, sure, mum. Yeah, I know. And something that really fascinated me about this episode was the way that they showed these huge rifts between people that if they weren't family members would be unsurpassable kind mm. of rifts. Like you would never be able to get over what Shiv said about Kendall. Um, Logan and Kendall they should never really be able to look at each other in the eyes again. But as Shiv puts it very succinctly later on in the episode, we don't get embarrassed when she's basically trying to force the guy's hand. We don't get embarrassed. We also, we get over stuff. The Mm. fact is, the fact that Kendall can hop on a group call and he can actually go and meet Logan and kind of be concerned about him when his heart gets all fucked up. Family get over things. Mm. You can say the worst fucking thing in the world. You could say the worst thing in the world to me. And I can't imagine a universe where we wouldn't find a way through it. And mm-hmm. I think that this was the first time we really seen light shining through the clouds. You know that they are going to communicate again. Absolutely. We can get onto that when we get to the uh, where they go. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the key characters in this are all doing things they don't want to do. Exactly. So Tom is researching prisons. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When he's researching. 
researching like what facilities each prison has as if he can you know the privileged can choose and I thought privilege was really examined here so Tom is is privileged to be able to choose the prison of his choice exactly and you know the one that's got the you know a coffee machine or where he can do his fine wines mm. oh, and oh when he was talking you... about the toilet wine and how we and it was... you know Shiv what I love most about our lives is when we get home from work and I have a I can have a glass of cold white wine you know how much I love that and Shiv's like uh, yeah. But I just thought that that was so sweet. That was actually an insight into their, their lives, life, their lives together mm. that they enjoy. That was really weird, yeah. actually, because you only see them in this very formal business relationship. And you it's so difficult to imagine them ever having kind of moments of informal intimacy. Domesticity. And I think that the show does that on purpose. We don't see them in mm. those environments because the show thrives on us feeling slightly tense all the time. But giving us a peek yeah. of what... Like, maybe they do have a nice time yeah. together sometimes. And I thought that was similar to Jerry's storyline in this episode, um, where she and Roman, who has had a backseat again I in know. this episode. Come on, Roman. Come on. When's Roman's episode going to come on? It's got to be on? next time. It's got to be next time. But Roman, very sweetly, is taking his sock off in mm. front of Jerry. They're having one of their intimate meetings. And I think this scene is in place to show that they have a lot going on that we don't see. Yeah. So Jerry basically is trying to say... I have something to tell you. Yes. And Roman is trying to joke as usual. He's playing with his feet. She's like, please, can you put your feet away? And she says, look, I'm, I've got a date. Mm. I've got a date. I've got a lunch date. And Roman really tries to make the, out that he's fine. Mm. And Jerry, really sensitive with Roman, and says, look, I'm, I'm doing it because he's in this position and he could be you know, good for us as a company. All she cares about is now being successful exactly. and protecting Roman yeah. and them. And and he just looks slightly crushed and he, he makes a joke about, uh, well, you know, I'm sure he can come up in his bat m mobility scooter or something. <laughs> and it's just really sweet. But so you get a sense of Jerry's got a life too that mm -hmm. we don't really see. Exactly. And um, I thought it was really interesting the way that they frame Roman and Jerry as having kind of like this separate empire like this little island mm. that they're on where they're sort of concocting plans together i almost can envisage invis envision envision mm -hmm. envisage <laughs> too fancy a word for me to try and use i can almost see if i'm gonna make a prediction about later on in the series do roman and jerry break off from the others i'd love do they, that do, i mean oh my god the way that shiv was just absolutely fluffing things up again this episode well so so shiv's storyline in this episode mm. she Tr she basically Logan decides as he's doing his PR you know mitigating he's basically he's trying to cover his ass in mm -hmm. every every his ass I've never said ass I've never said ass <laughs> I've never said that before cover his that. back cover his back cover his back he's too hot this is way too hot it's I can't take my clothes because I'm wearing a see-through top um, anyway he has decided that he needs to go harder on the president's um, with the uh, basically TV coverage journalistic mm -hmm. coverage mm -hmm. um to try and fight back a bit harder. Mm -hmm. So he delegates that job to Shiv and therefore Tom, who's head of ATN, to go in. And so she, Shiv turns up to see Tom after he's had his lovely little prison wine mm. outpour um, and says, we need to go harder on the president. And Tom's like, well, that's not my, I can't do anything. And she's like, but I'm I'm saying this as your wife here. You know, I need, I, we need to go harder on the president for dad. Mm -hmm. And he kind of is a bit offish. Well, he was so um, sour 
and I think that he's still acting out and wants Shiv to save him or at least reassure him and she fucking doesn't do it once I'm sorry she's being such a shitty wife Mm. such a shitty wife yeah but all of them don't have the luxury of being able to be a good wife or good girlfriend or have a nice date or a nice cool fine wine because it's it's all in like everything is so stressful Mm -hmm. and heightened Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah so Shiv is, is dealing with the ATN stuff and she kind of bombards this meeting that we've never seen these people before. She basically goes down to the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 that's that's later in the episode. Oh, that's right, okay. towards the end. First, she goes in to speak to Carl and Hugo, or Carl yeah. and Frank, and kind Frank. of... And, and really basically just bullheadedly says about what, you know, what the what Logan wants with regards mm-hmm. to the presidential coverage. And they just don't like the fact that she's involving herself so much. You can clearly tell that they don't respect her but position. Logan has previously just said to Shiv, Carl likes people to like him. Mm-hmm. That's not good enough. Yeah. So he's trying to hint to Shiv, mm-hmm. listen to me, mm-hmm. do what I say. Mm-hmm. It's not about people liking you. It's about getting the job done. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly kind of the hints that she, that well, that Logan did to Kendall with saying, you know, you're not a killer. Mm-hmm. She's try- He's trying to basically do that to exactly Shiv. Exactly, having a sort of parallel journey there yeah. where Shiv is not quite living up to Logan's expectations, but maybe in actually breaking away from him, she will live up to his expectations. Then we have obviously the Logan and Kendall sort of plain private jet dick measuring contest where they're trying to be the more fancy one. Who's going to arrive first? Who's going to get the jet? But I thought it was so sweet when Kendall, because initially Frank had said they would like you to have 10 minutes on the tarmac Mm -hmm. of, I guess, PR. Well, just a chance for Logan and Kendall to see each other before... They get to Adrian Brody's house. But um, when uh, Logan basically jacks that in and keeps going, um, Lo- Kendall very sweetly says he, he didn't want to be left waiting. He mm. doesn't want to be left waiting. He knows his dad. He, he knows, knows his, his insecurities. And I the, just thought that was really the sweet. The intimacy of their interactions in this whole section, the hiking section of this episode. Can we get to that in a beautiful. second? Because I think the other thing that we should just mention quickly before um, we go into the, like, the, be- the meat mm-hmm. um, is... So we also have Connor. So Roman's taking taking a back seat Mm -hmm. with Jerry. Connor wants a piece of pie. Mm. He comes in to see Shiv and is basically like, you know, I'm tired of just, you know, I want want something to do. And she offers him a food channel to Mm. be head of a food channel. Take it, Connor. Take it, Connor. Take what you can get. Connor, you have never had a job. Like, come on, chill the fuck out. But when he retorts to Shiv... Um, like this is a bit like seeing like a doll in a in a mm. in a playhouse or, or or something. He makes some kind of a rude remark. She does not respond well to it. No, you know. I kind of see something quite big happening there. I like with um, so he's killed Kendall. Mm-hmm. His relationship with Kendall. He's killing it with Shiv. Mm-hmm. Roman has taken a back seat. I reckon that will step up in the next episode. And then I reckon the last one standing will be Connor. Oh my God. And then be... something will happen. I reckon Connor will be the successor. That, I mean, that would be so ironic, wouldn't it? I know. But I just can see this all happening. L- Logan is his own worst enemy. Yeah. He is destroying the people he loves. Well, he hates most and therefore loves most. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of can see and that he happening. alienates them one by one. And... Maybe the company will be left in tatters and therefore the only person fit to take the reins would be someone who is a bit of a loser and a bit unqualified, someone like Connor. And I do, I, maybe this is this is me being way too um, th- overthinking things because it's just so exciting. 
the president storyline mm-hmm. and Logan saying I, we're not we're not we're being insufficiently rigorous on the president, mm-hmm. um, and and having again in the the recap the scene with the president's um, um, aide. Yeah. There's they're they're building up here president action. We oh, haven't seen the president yeah. yet. Yeah. Connor is was running for president. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would there is... be a world where Connor is president? Or something, you know, I can see something happening Something there. happening, so, something happening, I think so. Imagine if becomes president. Anyway, sorry. Also, am I right in thinking that Frank was being duplicitous with Kendall? Frank has always been a little bit duplicitous. Yeah. Um, um, he obviously was um, on set to betray Logan before, with Kendall before the whole car crash thing, you know, when Kendall was going to break out um, on his own. I think that Frank is constantly trying to because sort of gauge. to get Kendall to that meeting which he needs to get to everybody says yeah otherwise they lose their four percent and that will be devastating yeah um he says what does he say he says something that he is says something about the fact that um even though logan is sitting right there he says something about the fact that well maybe your dad won't be able to actually you know live up to it and then you could cut like he basically something says yeah. something that implies to kendall you know this could be really good for you yeah despite the fact that logan is right there but almost quite fatherly yeah he's quite fatherly sometimes to all of them yeah and he's loyal. He's stuck around. Anyway, that was just a, a thought I had. I thought it was really interesting the way that they set up Adrian Brody's oh character. Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, let's not just only. Welcome Adrian let's, Brody. Wel- let's welcome Adrian Brody into the class of succession because he is so fucking hot. We he love, is so hot. We love Adrian Brody. He's so he's hot. So I just, tall. I, he's so tall and spangly. And I love his him. outfits were so cool. Oh, he, he was the like perfect, a... perfect. Costume the costume design. design on him was Unreal. That gilet. That gilet. gilet. And a the perfect, gilet. The perfect 11. Of... He looked like an actual yeah. rich person. Oh That's my God. exactly how they are. That's and exactly his, how they are. His, his excuse for bringing them all the way out to this random location and buy a helicopter was because his daughter's sick. And then his daughter like, jumps naked and <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that she was wearing a flesh-coloured swimming costume, but I thought she was she naked She looked like a too. grown 25-year-old woman. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. So creepy. Such a perfect setup because for the first time, like you said about the fact that everyone's doing things that they don't want to do, this was the first time we've actually seen someone that's a level above yeah. the Roy's in mm. terms of rich entitlement, being out of touch. Because this guy, he was so chilled and like, hey, let's go for a hike. Mm. Oh, father and son together. But also had such a keen eye and was so making them feel so uncomfortable about their position with regards to him because he is actually the one with the power. And you actually saw Kendall and Logan scramble. Oh my gosh, Logan's energy with Kendall. First of all, they they did not even address each other, didn't even look at each other. Oh my God. And uh, so what's awkward. his name? What's Adrian Brody's, Brody's name? Let's this? just call him Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody um, Jameson. So prickly. If they, you know, was like, let's go actually, let's go for a hike. Let's go for a hike. Uh, Logan cannot go for a hike. He's mm. 80, whatever. He yeah. cannot go for a hike. And and immediately alarm bells start ringing because Kendall knows that a hike wouldn't be the best thing. Can't they just sit down and talk? What's? But it reminded me of when, like, if you've ever been with your parent and they've bumped into somebody and you know that, like, you may be... Uh, like your mum has to be somewhere or like she doesn't need to talk to this person, but they do anyway. And when you try and get their attention, they're like, don't say <laughs> anything. I'm fine. It's... I don't think he was doing it to test his health. No, I think that he was just being a free spirit. I think Adrian Brody's character was there to cause chaos. I also think that Adrian Brody's character was there to show 
the rich. Mm-hmm. And so that house was just amazing. Unbelievable. His daughter jumping naked into the swimming pool. That the was lobster. so bizarre. Why would they choose? <laughs> I mean, it, was she either naked or was she wearing a very pale I think she pale... was naked because they made a point of showing, of, of Logan being like, well, she looks like she's fine or something. It was weird that he noticed it that. It was really weird, wasn't it? Yeah. That was weird. And also what was weird is that he then, when they, halfway through the hike or something, they sat down at this random location, they had lobster and mussels. Yeah, that was truly, truly And bizarre. Logan says, I need to get back to my wife. I found that so weird. Yes, yes. It's, I think it was supposed to be a bit of a clash between old money and new money. Like Logan sort of saying something like, I've got a wife at home waiting for me. Clashing with Adrian Brody's like, hey, let's just take a hike. Yeah. Have a bit of fish on the fucking sea coast. You know? And when he gets lost on the way home, Adrian Brody, um, suddenly you're like, you're an idiot. Yeah. You don't know what you're fucking doing. Oh my God. Okay, but we have to say before we get to the bit where Logan gets unwell... When he, when Adrian Brody is questioning, he's obviously been testing them this whole time as they've been walking, you know, are you guys actually solid? And they're sort of doing smiles through gritted teeth. But when Logan finally breaks and does this whole spiel about, look, he's my son and I love him. And, and he's I a good him. boy. And I think one day he will actually take over this company. And Kendall's face. Kendall believed it. And he Kendall believed, believed it. Again. He believed it again. Kendall believed it. I mean, of he course he believed it. You. I mean, but, but the thing is, does Logan mean that? Does a fraction of him mean that? Or was all of it fake? Because obviously, um, Horatio, have you checked the time? Uh, okay, okay. Because cool. it's 22 minutes on here. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But you said it ran out every 20 minutes. Uh, it's, it's, that's not a set thing. It's just you get Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, so sorry. Um, Kendall's face. He believed him again. He believed him again. There was a fraction of, like, the little boy in there that just <laughs> wants to hear that. But with Logan, when... Um, when Adrian Brody then stepped away from the table, seemingly soothed at that sort of sentiment, and Logan said, well, you'll do anything to get fucked at the end of the day. I mean, it was so callous. It was like, don't you dare for a second believe that. But before he said that, Mm -hmm. there was up to a minute of silence, which you never see on TV. You never see that on TV, the freedom that these guys have. There was also- freedom to create beautiful television. There was also probably up to 30 seconds of silence in the house Mm. when they first met. Mm. Um, and, and I think when Adrian Brody went away from when they were eating fucking lobster, yeah. where Kendall and Logan literally didn't touch a, a bite, mm-hmm. touch a bite, mm-hmm. eat a bite, have a bite. Mm. Um, Adrian I wouldn't Brody, have lobster I wouldn't, I can't, you can't eat when you're stressed like oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. Something that you have to declaw. <laughs> Adrian Brody got on the phone and I think he was getting a call from Stewie oh, for or sure. something because he was like, he looked over them and he was like, Yeah. He was playing yeah. them like a bunch of fools, mm-hmm. like a bunch of old fiddles. Yeah. He just wanted to entertain himself. He just wanted to see these two little boys like fucking fight and and pretend that they liked each other and then fuck them over at and the end. And poor Logan having to do this kind of degrading PR self for yeah. the company and pretend that he loves his son. Yeah, to he this new money hippie that ultimately Logan probably despises because someone like Adrian Brody probably was born into that money, whereas Logan, you know, views himself as a bit of a, like, a hard worker. But it was really interesting that um, he made a supposedly anti-Semitic comment to um, Adrian Brody's character that then Kendall highlighted when they were squabbling. And he said, you know, he hates you, that anti-Semitic shit about going to get a bagel in New York. Yes, yes, That was really interesting that Logan would even say that, just to show how fucking old and cranky he still is. I know. And then when they walk back... He, 
Logan is so proud mm. and all all people are proud when they, I'm sure I'll be proud when I get to that age and I want to prove that I can still go to Barry's boot camp at mm. 80 or something mm. you know like he just wants to prove that he can walk back to the house and he's he's capable and even though his father has just fucked him over again he's still even when he's saying horrible things to Logan he's still looking at him with love and like there's something going on here we need to slow down what the fuck are you doing and part of me thought this would be just such a perfect place for him to die mm. because he's killed himself here with his pride, his 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 power, everything. He just all he wants is to be is to be the the man who's got everything. And exactly. dying right now, actually, he's still got everything. Exactly. And how emblematic in a way to die like when you're on this peak that you're climbing to try and like claw back your company and in a way your relationship with your son that would have been a really interesting place for him to die but you said you didn't particularly enjoy this episode but I found it quite theatrical the whole episode and different the fact that they were first of all in a completely different location but when they were walking back to the house and Logan started having these kind of heart problems mm. and stuff God the tension oh yeah exactly it was I, I felt fear I felt like I needed to ring an ambulance mm. I needed to go and then when fucking Adrian Brody is walking ahead of them on his phone he's like uh, I think we were meant to go the short way which is that actually longer yeah uh and he doesn't doesn't know what he's doing and i'm like you're not safe you're not safe get home exactly it was you did feel for logan and for kendall like you wanted them to be okay yeah like it's so amazing that this show can kind of like make you feel like you hate these people but at the same time they're your family and they're your sort of squabbles that you're having with your dad or with your son and like oh my god like I just wanted them to hug each other. And then when Logan has finally kind of collapsed, Agent Brody comes back and Kendall's like, we need we need a doctor. But you know he's fine. She's had too much sun. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to woo Agent Brody again. And Agent Brody's like, look, concentrate on your father now. Almost like, you fucking piece of shit yeah, like this is your family like yeah. what the fuck are you doing yeah it was actually a moment where Adrian Brady was was correct I know I hated how correct he was actually yeah. the whole thing like he was always in control yeah always even when his naked 12 year old daughter's back flipping <laughs> into the pool he's always in she control she I think he had never wanted to go with them. This was I him. He, he wanted lunch. He wanted to go for a little hike. He was dangling. He was dangling them at his joy. Like that was fully what he wanted to do. And then what was just amazing, because I thought, right, that's it. Logan's going to now have um, a heart attack. We're going to go back to a hospital. We're going to have all this kind of similar scenes that we had in the first few episodes of Succession when he was in the hospital again. And, and I thought, oh, that would be actually quite nice to have that, mm. you know, it, it, series three have the same kind of settings. Um, but then when he's on the helicopter and the way back or is it a plane i don't know he's on like the private jet and he's like flirting he's Weirdly. flirting he's got first he's he's after being so buttoned up so controlled so on show mm. for the whole episode he's he's got an unbuttoned shirt he looks kind of disheveled yeah. and drunk yeah and he has got his assistant who we've only ever seen like a few times no literally this episode this this new assistant with the friends yeah i want to be I, all i want to be is a small character oh in my god let me How? be a secretary let me just be an unnamed secretary an in succession just i would be episode. so fucking good at it just literally i would be happy to have like to be honest jess's character jess's, jess's character. character look put me in a pencil skirt put me in a little blazer we blazer. do not suit pencil skirt bb um, yeah, so you just... probably would suit a pencil skirt better than me i think i could <laughs> I think that I would make uh, a really arresting, very small cameo in one of the episodes as like a waste star, like a young 
you know, a young new employee that maybe gets shouted at mm. by like somebody and, and then crying. I start crying and then I run off. Yeah. Whereas Gorgeous. I think I would be quite a good series regular just in the background, just like fumbling over something. And like, you're always like, who is that girl yeah. right at the back of the shop? Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. really see her, it's really blurry, but exactly. she's got talent. Exactly, exactly. And then like, the only time that you're really referenced to is when they're like, Carol, Carol, I need the faxes. And you kind of run I've over. I've got it, Carol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you like drop one and then somebody like slaps you. Yeah, and you can just see that I've got like, a, you know, a huge well of emotion there totally. with my face in a split second. Then I'm off camera. Um, I think we also just have to give a shout out. I know this is really bitchy of me, but just from the actress perspective of um, Connor's uh, girlfriend in this episode, not a great part for her in this app. No, she wasn't in it. <laughs> she wasn't in it. Poor, poor, what's her name again? I feel like the point is that you can never you can really never remember, remember her, what her yeah. name is. But I would love her part. Oh, she's got a great part. She's got great hair too. Yeah. Yeah, her hair's fine. Her hair's fine. I mean, the fact that he is now dating somebody that was supposedly a cool girl. What yeah. a fascinating story, though. Um, but again, it's all down. You know, people fall in love with money and and having a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And you know, Adrian Brody is 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 showing that off. Really, he loves being rich. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to lose money, mm -hmm. and he is gonna go with the people that are the safest bet. And you see at the end of the episode, him hugging Stewie, and you're like, okay, well, this is their fuck. And Kendall just looking forlorn out of the window. Also, before we get to the end of the episode. Um, we sort of cut back to Waystar as we see Tom coming into Greg's office where he oh. instantly picks up like a little muffin and has a little snack. It's a, it's a box of, it's a gift basket of muffins from Logan, right? Yeah, trying to romance Greg. And what I loved about this episode, because I was saying to you before that I found this to be a bit of like a mid-season, slightly boring expositionary episode. But now I'm thinking about it. No. There were actually so many clever bits. I feel like the power dynamics are constantly transitioning. No matter who you thought five seconds ago was the guy in charge, the alpha, the next second he is mm. completely at the bottom of Crushed. the fucking barrel. And it's just so exciting how that makes you feel as an yeah. audience member. So, for example, in this scene, Tom comes in, he's having like a mental breakdown. Yeah. Truly, when he tries to get Greg to fight with him. He wants and his wine. He And he just wants his toilet wine. Um, He wants his nice chilled toilet chilled wine. Chilled glass of wine. And he can't stand the idea that Greg is potentially going to get a promotion in this company, <laughs> going to have the life that he wants. Oh my God, it's tragic. He's like, I just realised, Greg, and he has, it's like he has just had that thought. Acting. Acting. He just had that he thought. He didn't just have that thought. But he, he didn't did. just have it, I but in, believe, in that scene, he did just have it. I believe it. he just had that thought. It was such a eureka moment. You could practically see the light bulb coming Absolutely. out of his head. And he's like, I just had, I just, I just realized, Greg, you're going to be the new something, something. You could be successor. Yeah. And I'm going to be in jail with my prison line. Oh my God. It's terrifying. And Greg, you can see Greg kind of taking in, oh wow, this guy that's always been my superior, the guy that's always bullied me. Maybe he isn't this big bad monster. Because I think a previous Greg... No, I didn't think that. Really? I thought Greg was saying, actually, yeah, fuck, yeah. Yeah, I could be that. No, I know, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Oh, right, that's okay. what I'm saying. Um, I thought you were saying, oh, I feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for him. No, no, I feel like Greg was seeing Tom in a slightly pathetic way for the first time, you know? Because no. I feel like a previous Greg would have maybe fought with him because he felt like, oh, well, that's probably what I should do because that's my boss. But this time when Greg said, no, I don't want to do that, he's like saying, you're, I feel like you're the one that's going to fucking go down mm. for this, not me. I've played my cards right. But I mean, the most fascinating thing. I think Greg when, will escape. I think Greg will just scarper and, and start a new life and have a new identity. Scarper? In and okay. In, in like a different in Get a different him up, up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Sorry, can I just say another point before you go on with your yeah. really good points? Um, thanks. Um, that 
I can I could never watch an episode of Succession and be like that was a fine mid-season episode that whatever um I have to love every episode mm. I need Succession so much more than you need Succession just mm. because it's such a huge part of my enjoyment and passion it's like a hobby it's my only outlet right yeah. now yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah I yeah, need yeah, to love yeah, it yeah, yeah. so how dare you even say it was a mid-season episode I'm sorry I think that it you was- have to view every show with the same kind of set of like rules and expectations and I love Succession because it consistently delivers and Mm. because it always surprises me and because it's got such flawless acting and you can tell that these are comedy writers dealing with serious content. You know, I can't fault it as a show, but I also think that means that you can you can notice when you think an episode is a little bit more of a boring one. It's still completely necessary. We're not going to get the big payoff at the end of the season that we know is coming. Well, I think it was just so varied this episode with with time and stillness and all of the characters, you can feel them clawing their way up this mountain. These stories do feel like they're progressing so well. But sorry, the last thing I wanted to say that I made a note of was in that Tom breakdown scene, he has this weird anecdote about Nero. Do you remember that? Yeah. And um, he says that Nero uh, pushed his wife down the stairs and then castrated his favorite slave and put the slave in his wife clo- in his wife's clothes. And he said to Greg, I would, cast- you know, you, I, you would be the slave I would castrate. Which was obviously a really unhinged mental thing for Tom to say because he's saying that he's Nero in that scenario. But if he is saying that he's Nero, does that mean he wants to push Shiv down the stairs? Hmm. I mean, is that him saying... I'm sick of the fact that my wife has fucking fucked me around and doesn't care if I go to prison. Was that him saying, Greg, would you be my castrated slave? And would you help me end Shiv's career? Well, I also thought that was quite telling to have that. Uh, is it, what is it, a Greek myth or something? No, 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 it's Nero, Nero the... Um, what is it? <laughs> Nero the emperor, you know, from the Roman Empire. So yeah, Greek, Greek myth. No, 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 like a Roman, a Roman... A real, a real. A real. it's not a myth. <laughs> a, mental, a, mental a mental mental emperor okay of the roman empire and who's the real you know what a eunuch is a eunuch is like a, a man with no man. penis yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it it's when leaders castrate a man to stop to have him as a loyal servant because he's not gonna be able to fuck any of the women so they can have him right got it who's the eunuch though who tom is the eunuch tom, tom or greg well, Tom feels like a eunuch. Tom, Tom feels like a eunuch with Shiv, but he can then now twist that on Greg. He's angry that he gave Greg, Greg this position of, I don't know, power in a way by letting him in, get involved and being his initial assistant. Well, it was Tom's big grand idea. I mean, yeah. I remember rewatching the first season and Tom was so proud of himself for involving Greg because he's in the family, so he's always going to stay loyal, but also he's not power, like he's not important enough so that if we need to dispose of him, we can. It was Tom's idea to get Greg involved and Greg is the one that's fucking run yeah. up, running away with the prize. But what I mean, like having some kind of ancient or, you know, folklore mm. thing like mm. that involved and, and Tom referencing that, I find quite fitting because I can see this all ending so bloodily. Mm. All of them castrating each other. They're all castrating someone in some way. Exactly, because he comes into the scene basically saying, I've got this new big book about the Romans to read in prison. But you're right, it is kind of like a Roman... Greek tragedy. Or like a Greek tragedy, exactly. It's like there's something so dramatic and historical about it and you can feel it edging towards the the edge of this cliff where they're all gonna have to either jump or push each other off and they're all betraying each other Mm. like nobody is truly in it for anyone but themselves hang on so when um logan is on the way back and he's like kind of 
you know, disheveled and flirting with his like, assistant. Weirdly sexy, he has his chest Yeah, he out. looks he looks great. He does actually. He's got a bit of a flushed cheek, and it's so. Get me that magazine. Um, the Waitrose paper. Um, oh, look oh at my him. Goodness, just look at Brian. Him. Honestly, look at him. would you would you sleep with Brian Cox? I would absolutely sleep with him. Me too. If that was an option. If that was an option. Um. Anyway, what is he joking about? What's he seeing? He's seeing something to the president. He said, "Oh, do you want to hear what the president sounds like when he's angry?" Yeah. And he plays the voice to her. I mean, the the voice note to her. And it's like weirdly intimate thing for him to do. He clearly has a way with the ladies. Yes, but also he. That's he's grasping for whatever he can at the moment. It's mm. grasping, yeah. grabbing, grasping, grasping, yeah. grasping for whatever straw he can mm. at the moment. Mm. And at the moment, he still has some leverage there with the president. He can say whatever he wants. He can put that out on on you know with the media, and it's showing that everybody is just trying to hang on to whatever you know viable option they've got. Mm. And right now. He's just ended, he's he's humiliating himself. He's just collapsed on a cliff, you know, whatever, cliff hike thing. Yeah. And he, but he's still wanting to end on a, right, what do I still have? It's exactly the same with Kendall laughing at the footage of a, um, Waystar being raided by the FBI. It's, everybody's just hanging on to whatever they can. Exactly. And the fact is, even if you're in a shit position, if somebody that's your rival is going through a shitter time, that's going to be something that makes you feel better. Yeah. And also, the fact that Shiv, towards the end of the episode, goes into yeah. that meeting and everyone looks at her like, like she's a who the fuck are you? bitch. And oh my God, when the woman says... Yeah, we'll just end there then. When she yeah. walks into the room, um, oh my god, I felt like I felt like I had been humiliated. Yes, yeah, same. And that guy looking at her—that actor seemed really familiar. I don't know who he is. Um, good for him. Good, good for him. For him. Uh, good for him. <laughs> I love her, and I would just love that for people to like be like, "Who is that person? I've seen her before. She's really good." But I don't know her name. No, that's, that's the, the kind of career I actually want. Yeah. I want to be nameless but reliably good. Mm, reliably I mean? good, so that my life isn't ruined by the fame. Yeah, because like, it could be. It could yeah. be. Yeah. But like ultimately, the people are like, "Oh, do you know what? She always delivers. She always delivers." <laughs> Did you ever, when you were younger, um, like fantasize about what it would be like to be like extremely famous? Of course. <laughs> I would do that and I'd be like, well, I would still like to go to a coffee shop and be able to sit down and read mm. my magazine as long as I can do that. <laughs> because imagine how uncomfortable it would be if like the paparazzi were looking at you through the window of Coffee Republic. Exactly. I used to think about that all the time. <laughs> like I don't want them to interrupt my Frappuccino time. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I lost my train of thought, sorry. Basically, Shiv finally um, sort of reclaims a tiny little bit of power by saying to this guy, you don't get to be the one to make the decisions. This is coming straight from my and dad. And we don't get embarrassed. And we don't get embarrassed, which I just thought was such a fascinating sentence. Because in a way, this whole episode has been all of the characters putting on a united front. Yeah. And the fact that they can, like I said earlier, that family ties are stronger than anything. So even though some of the things that they have said about each other should be things that are so humiliatingly dividing that they should never be able to look at each other again, let alone be in the same room as each other mm. and work together they've all managed yeah. to continue some semblance of a relationship well they're bonded by blood and 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 you don't get embarrassed by family you just no. don't um and, that and was, you're stuck with them you're stuck with them exactly and the fact is logan and kendall are in a shitter position as each other they're both looking out of the plane window seeing you know the guy that they tried to woo meeting meeting oh, stewie yeah and also wasn't that a snub now i'm thinking about it that adrian brody came to meet stewie at the at airport the, oh my god rather than so let true. them go to the house oh it was totally on purpose wasn't yeah it, it was he totally knew from the beginning that he wasn't going to be with them but the thing anyway. is i don't really understand as well because it's like stewie met kendall so 
Like, what does that mean? Stewie has not had a great time in this series so far, has he? We no. haven't seen much of Stewie. We've seen no. him from a distance. We've Maybe it's not even distance. Stewie the same actor. Yeah, Maybe it could it's have a been, double. It could have been a body double. Yeah. Honestly, it could have been a body 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 um anyway that was it was, that was it was episode. i'm very excited for the next one i'm glad that you now see the area of your ways and saying that it wasn't a brilliant episode it was it, it was really a brilliant was. episode as they all are they all are so many layers and to be honest i think for anybody else who loves succession as much as we do even if you don't have a podcast about succession making um making notes about it as you as you uh. go through the episode is so helpful to understanding the different layers. Because if I hadn't made notes of some of my favorite lines and things, I I mean, it's just made me realize a 50 billion different new things about it. So maybe totally. for a fun experiment. It's hey, fun. Class project, bit of homework. I do feel like this is a school project. And I also feel the same because when you really think about the characters and their journeys in each episode, I mean, it's almost like being in a writer's room, but mm. you think, okay, why what is in it for them? Mm. What are they want, wanting from this episode? And you can honestly, you can map out, if you know what the character needs or wants or is aiming for on that episode, you can see with three scenes that Shiv, for example, gets in this episode, you can see how that yeah. exact aim uh, sort of progresses. So if you're trying to learn how to write or like any, you're trying to study it's a acting or like that, it is so perfectly yeah. balanced as a show. So our, our wants for the next episode, bit more Kieran, bit more Roman, Please, how difficult would that Come be? Come on, Roman. Maybe Jerry's going to say she's engaged or something. Ooh. I don't think so. No, I just want more from Roman. I don't think that they're even going to kiss. I don't think they will even share a kiss. I would like some sex in it. Just a little bit of sex. Just like, come on. Who would we like to see having sex, though? Maybe maybe Roman could have sex with someone else to get back at Jerry. I don't want to see Shiv having sex. I find I find Shiv to be a distinctly unsexual character this season. Do you I, think? I think she's too tense. She's very sexual in the first. All right, two Harry, she... Yeah, do you want to fuck off? Actually, as far as the go. do you want to shut the fuck up? Actually, she's not a sexual character, and you're not allowed to look at her ever again. Um, <laughs> we're not seeing Shiv having sex, and if if we do, and you're you shutting are. your eyes. You're shutting your eyes. I said to Margot and Donnie last night, it's like, right, if there's a if there's a bit you can't watch, you have to shut your eyes. And every time that they swore, I just like within five minutes, I was like, okay, it's there's fine. There's nothing you can like, do. We can't shut our eyes. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. There weren't any rude bits in this episode. I would like to see. Oh, do you know who I'd like to see having sex? Who? I would like to see Logan and Marsha having sex. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Brian. Sorry. I'd be into that. I feel like he'd be like a bit of a bear, you know? I can see someone giving him a blowjob, but I can't see him having a sex scene. I can see I can see that fucking assistant giving him a blowjob. Oh my God, yeah, that's gonna She's going to give him a blowjob. We're going to open episode five. She's going to be giving him a blowjob on the same plane. Okay, predictions. That's our go. prediction. Woo! Also, he'll have a heart attack because- During the blowjob. He'll have a heart attack during the blowjob. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's our predictions. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. And she will be a successor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you um, want to give a blowjob to someone, okay, yeah. shut up. <laughs> um, for the next few weeks, while we're still doing our uh, special succession series, we are continuing with our regular programming podcast on our Patreon. Um, <laughs> Patreon, <laughs> Patreon. Um, so if people like have to been see quite that, rude about that, but that's okay. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm sorry. Sorry. If, if you don't like succession, then just that's... do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to listen to our podcast every week. You no. know, like come back when we get back to normal programming. Or but put we need some a work break. in. Put some work in and watch Succession. You got know just download now on TV. It's only something like sixty pounds a month. <laughs> 
God, it's we're too so expensive. We're so relatable. It's so expensive now, TV. I don't know who pays also, for it, but now I don't. TV, I'm sorry, now TV does have the worst user features. I mean, like, the, it's the least user-friendly uh, streaming app. That and we are is. sponsored by now TV. You know, like, you'll, you'll click on an episode, it'll start halfway through, it has all these fucking ads. You can't, like, remember any of your search history. And then they put, as it finishes, I think it's insult to succession, actually. Have yeah. you noticed that when it finishes, they put, like, maybe you would like to try this shit show. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now TV sucks. Yeah. Now TV sucks. Okay. So um, I might get Sky. I might. I might. I like. I love Succession so much. I am willing to get Sky. Wow. I know. It's only but. I know, but I just hate Now TV. I, I hate, hate Now it. TV. It makes me uncomfortable. Also, hate the colorway that they've chosen with the weird teal colorway. and the white. Yeah, the colorway. What's a colorway? Colorway is like when you the the group of colors that you choose together for like a logo or whatever. Oh, look so at like, you. High tech. I know. <laughs> Um, I just dislike the, the the clinical teal and the mm. white, and I dislike the kind of like the the, the font and the weird wavy lines. Everything about it actually. Really <laughs> I love Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Sorry, Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah, I really love Disney Plus. <laughs> I just love how it just looks nice. It does look nice, and it looks familiar, and it looks warm, and it looks mm. friendly. Love Netflix too. Actually, on our Patreon episode, I want to talk about Disney Plus. Anyway, we're gonna. If you want to listen to our normal podcast, it's on Patreon. Okay, cool. Bye bye. We're gonna shoot off. Shoot off and stay right here. I'm going to take my coat off. <laughs> Bye. Bye.